conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that proves people won't take you seriously unless you're hot. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how are you? Dan, I'm all right. I bit my tongue really hard yesterday while eating oh lunch God. at work, and it still hurts. <laughs> what? <laughs> what were you eating? Leftovers from That's Mod not a food. Pizza. Leftovers was, is not a food. Is leftover pizza from Mod okay. Pizza, no, not sponsored. I was is, so hungry, I like could not contain myself, and next thing I knew, my tongue had been severed. It's all, you could just like not, like. Do you uh, want to see it? I get, I have an issue where I will bite like my, yeah, you're sticking your tongue out now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I'll end up biting my cheek when I'm chewing something, but not my oh. tongue. Cause I got, I got fat little giblet cheeks. <laughs> have you ever, you're eating something so fast, like you're so hungry that you bite your own finger. No. I have. I don't normally stick my fingers in my mouth when well, I'm eating something. You know, like you're like eating a cracker or something, and you're putting. Why it in are you there putting and your? You just, I'll, and suddenly I, your whole fingers in your mouth. No, you hold the cracker like in with your fingers like an inch away from your mouth, and then you just kind of like eat it like a chipmunk. How, you just kind of suck take it one in. Bite, suck it. What? No. You do a lot of small bites, and you suck it in. Couldn't be me. One big bite. Damn. Well, I still have all my fingers. I mean, I do too, but they're looking a little rough. Yeah, not for lack of trying. Mm-hmm. How are you, Dan, since I never I'm asked? good. Your New Year's resolution is to ask me how I am once a that's, week. I, it is. It is. <laughs> I'm good. I'm tired. I'm training for a marathon, so that's tiring. I love that. Uh, Protect your nipples. I think you told me that last year, didn't you? I did. Well, I ran a half marathon in November, and then I'm running the full marathon in March. Yes. Um, I don't like running. I thought in doing this, I was like, oh, maybe, you know, in all this training and running all this, uh, running a lot, I'll end up liking running. Uh, that has not happened. No. It's a chore. I don't even dis, I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. But if given the choice, I will always choose a different form of physical activity over running. Even when I was doing cross country in high school, I think it was more. Like, the race part wasn't fun, but mm-hmm. I liked the camaraderie. Yeah. And the vibes. And yeah. I liked looking at the leaves because it's a oh, fall sport. Oh, okay, because it's a fall sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just use it, like every sport that I do, I just use it as an excuse to listen to podcasts. Okay. Because, so, like, if I bike, I'm biking for hours at a time and I'm listening to podcasts. If I'm mm-hmm. running, training for this, I'm running it for hours at a time. Ew. And listen, yeah, ew. Uh, and listen. Sorry, to Dan. I just is a comp a compulsion. No, you're right. Ew is right. Like after the marathon, I'm not like, yeah, I can't wait to run more marathons or do more training like this. No, I'm I'm very much looking forward to not having to run five days a week. The guy I dated right before Gage was a, a marathon runner. Gross. And I remember he used to talk about like you know the bleeding nipples and the toenails falling off and. Hmm. I should have known it was never going to last. And he's like, oh, I like running. And I was like. Do you want to see my nipples? No, don't. <laughs> Put a Band-Aid on those bad boys. Wear a sports I, bra. I mean, I have not had that issue yet. Uh, okay, I'm also good. so sweaty. Where, yeah, you like, my are shirts a very just, sweaty person. They just stick to me. There's no chafing because there's no movement. I'm in a wet t-shirt contest that nobody signed up for. Oh, God. Okay, do you ever have, I think you said this happened to you once, but I wanted to ask you. So, you know, I was doing, everyone, attention, I was doing Orange Theory, and it's the only time I'll ever do it, but I'm really proud of myself, so I'm going to keep talking about it. keep doing. Do you ever have, like, when you're running specifically, because it wasn't happening to me when I was doing rows or when I was doing the weightlifting, but when I was running, I started, my legs started itching so bad, like a burn. Mm. Like, 
your thighs, like where your thighs are rubbing together or just... No, like my butt cheeks. Anywhere there's cool. like sweat gathering. Sorry, that was mm. TMI. But like, you know, the base Love of your that. butt and my yeah. thighs. I don't have that problem. It only happens when I forget to take an allergy pill. So yeah. I think I'm allergic to myself. I am. I have to take an allergy pill every morning. Otherwise, um, if I get dehydrated, my eye starts to swell up. I remember that. Yeah, that's it's why I fun. thought maybe you had the same experience. But no, I also have no ass. It's just flat back there. There's like you... no uh, flat earthers. Just need to take a look at my backside, and they're like, "There it is." You know, I got no butt either, Dan. You have more than me. Thank you. I was tricking you into complimenting them. I know. I know. Anyway. Gas me up or else. <laughs> yeah, gas your gasser up. Um, the movie that we're talking about today, smooth transition there, is Iron Man 3. We're doing mm-hmm. phase two of the MCU. Get excited for that, everybody. I'm excited because this song opened with the blue song. Yes. And I proudly screamed, blue for a bed. Did you ever think the lyrics were other than "daba dee daba die"? Uh, when I was little, somebody started a rumor, rumor that it was if I was green, I would die. Yeah, that's stupid, and I don't know how anybody could hear that. I didn't believe them, but sometimes they sing it for like that for fun. But the the blue for a bed thing was definitely a creation of my own mind. Blue his house with a blue little window and a blue, and a blue Corvette. for a bed. No. What is uh, blue as a noun? What is a blue? I don't. I was little when that song came out. I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't mean that you don't have ears. You can still hear the words. Sometimes, you know, you're listening. There's this one song that I really like to sing. There's one section where I think I'm just making up the words. Gage also called me out today because we were singing a song from Spider Man Turn Off the Dark. Uh And I thought it was all the weirdos in New York, or all the weirdos in the world are waking up in new york city the okay. lyrics are all the weirdos in the world are here right now in new york city well waking up and here right now don't sound similar gage said maybe they're third shift workers and i said thank you that could work my dad <laughs> is really horrible at song lyrics and he thinks it's it's the eye of the tiger it's the cream of the crop not the thrill of the fight don't know where that came okay from. that's really a reach and then also, I the song um, Shimmer by Fuel, if you heard it, one. you would recognize it. Mm-hmm. Um, the last line, the first time I heard the song was in a grocery store, because that's where I find all my music. It was new to me, <laughs> so it was 20 years old at the time. That reads. <laughs> it's 20 years old if it's playing in a grocery store. Yeah. Great song, though. Um, the, the last line is, guess I'll let it go. Or guess mm-hmm. I let guess, guess I'll let him go. It's one of the two, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't realize until I was doing karaoke of the song. Um, the I was singing. I didn't realize that was the final lyric because I would be singing "Desolate and Cold." That speaks to your heart, Dan. It does, and in my defense, guess I'll let it go. Desolate and cold. Those sound pretty similar. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. Right now, I'm doing a lyric check just because I'm thinking about that song now. So You're checking the Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark song? No, I'm looking up the lyrics to the other song I like to sing. It's a musical theater song. Um, What's the name of the song? It's called Little Miss Perfect, but it's not from a show. What? I was right. How is it a musical theater song if it's not in a show? That's just a um, song. Because it's from it's from Write Out Loud, which is a competition, and people like submit musical theater style songs. Damn. Cool. That's just a song, though. Okay, well, it's a song I like to sing, and it is musical theater style. Okay, there we go. If it's not playing on Sirius XM Broadway, it probably I don't is. Want it. It's very popular. Hmm. It's being a very popular. This is a Iron movie Man. podcast. We talk about movies. <laughs> Sometimes, if the mood strikes. (laughs) Iron Man 3, directed by Shane Black, written by Shane Black and Drew Pierce, starring Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Gwyneth Paltrow's Vagina Candle, Don Cheadle, Guy Pierce, Rebecca Hall, Stephanie Sostak, James Badgedale, William Sadler, Miguel Ferrer, 
John Favreau and Ben Kingsley. Cinematography I... by John Toll. Gage told me that John Favreau directed this one, and that's why he wasn't in it. And I was so sad. I love Happy. I was crying. I no. have a crush on John Favreau. In case you forgot. No, how could I forget? You the, make it the, impossible. What is it? Four Christmases, I think, is the movie. Yeah. I never actually seen him in it, but there's a clip of him where he is playing that card game with the ca- actress is playing his wife. Mm-hmm. Suffice it to say, he's hot. I believe you. Thank um, you. On screen, it says it's a Paramount Pictures release, but it's not Fast. released by Disney on May 3rd, 2013. So, you know, 10 years ago. Ooh, that was my senior year of high school. That was my freshman year of high school. I know. You're a little baby. Glad we've established our problematic age gap. We're not problematic. <laughs> we're both adults now. With a budget of $200 million. Yeah, we're also not in a relationship. So We're in a friend ra- friend relationship. I made you compliment my butt earlier. If you were underage, That's... that would be inappropriate. Yeah, that hasn't stopped you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hire Anna to direct your next children's theater You're gross. show. That's not true. I love children. That sounds it bad. Made... I'm not. <laughs> I'm in a children's show right now again, Dan, and I'm loved and adored. Mm-hmm. She said hopefully. And maybe feared. Probably, because I walked up to a group of children who were being loud, smiled at them, and said, please be quiet. I can't hear anything that's happening on stage, and I'm right in front of it. Man, and they all gonna cowered. Re- they're going to remember you as the old bitch. I, that's what I'm worried about. Anyway. It made $1.2 billion at the box office. That's God billion damn. with a B. Which, at the time, made it the fifth highest grossing film of all time. That's, wow. Yeah, it has now dropped down to 23rd. Oh, Avatar. And 21 other movies. It's the only one I know. (laughs) That's the only one I can think of right now. It, however, was not the highest grossing film the year that it came out. In 2013, one movie made more money than it. It was also a Disney movie. Avatar came out in 2009. Oh, the years are blurring together. Mm. What it movie? Was 2013 frozen. was it Twilight? Oh. You don't know when anything came out. No, I don't. Uh, Not Twilight, Twilight. I was thinking like Twilight, the end. Mm, no, that, that did not even make the top 10. Um, the top five were Frozen, Iron Man 3, Despicable Me 2, the only good Hobbit movie, and the only good Hunger Games movie. Which one's Catching Fire and... The Desolation of Smaug. Oh, Smaug. Yeah. I say that like I've actually seen that movie. I have not. I saw all of them on my birthday, and I was never happy. Why would you do that to yourself? Because I would always see a movie on my birthday, and those always came out around New Year's. So I was like, okay, I'll go. that's what I'm interested in seeing. Woof. I don't know. Yeah. Bad, bad choices. Bad memes. Me. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 79% approval rating. That feels with low. The, with the help of its charismatic lead, some impressive action sequences, and even a few surprises, Iron Man 3 is a witty, entertaining adventure and a strong addition to the Marvel canon. A few surprises? I don't the really end? know. Yeah, yeah, like the twist? <laughs> I guess. Um, it was nominated for an Oscar. For, let me guess, let me guess. Mm-hmm. Best costuming. No. Oh. For the athleisure everybody wears? Yeah, I'm just guessing because there's no way it's for best picture. No, it was nominated for best visual effects. Oh, okay, okay. I should have guessed that first, but I couldn't remember. It, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug, The Lone Ranger, Star Trek Into Darkness, and Iron Man 3 were all nominated. Gravity won. Is that the one with Sandra Bullock? Yeah, where they're in space the whole time. Oh, that... Yeah, I refuse to see it because I was scared of space. Oh, that's... Do you just walk outside and scream? Not like like the darkness. Not like... Not the atmosphere. <laughs> the concept of room. The concept of like falling forever. 
Because isn't that kind of what that movie's about? Uh, at the beginning, at least. Like, the first scene is like that. Yeah, that... I, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, do you remember the first time you watched this? In total, it was yeah. on Saturday. But I watched okay, several parts what? of it because one time Gage and I went to the... Um, what store was it? It's Time Warner, but they're not called Time Warner. Spectrum. The Time Warner? You went to the... What? The Spectrum store, but I couldn't remember what it was called. You went to your internet provider store and, and were like, were hmm, I'm going to watch TV. a movie. There was a really long line, so I just sat down because they had a movie playing because they were uh-huh. advertising their like Spectrum TV stuff. And, you know, I was vibing. Okay. And it was on, and I watched the whole part with the Mandarin reveal. So mm-hmm. I guess I kind of so ruined the movie for myself. So you were spoiled real quick. Yeah. Guess I kind of ruined the film for myself. Yeah, I mean, if the film is ruined by the reveal, but this isn't. If that was the case, that'd be a pretty damning indictment of it of its quality. Plus, I also have seen Shang Chi, mm-hmm. and there's like if you've seen Shang Chi. And then you watch this movie again, you're like, what the heck? Because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest. I watched the first half of Shang-Chi on an airplane and I thought it was really boring, so I fell asleep. You're looking at me like that. Like I killed your dog. I really like Shang-Chi. I'm also attracted to Simu Liu, so mm. And I'm attracted to Ben will. Kingsley, so Really? What? No. He crusty. Not... Yeah, he was also Gandhi. Yeah, Gage told me that. I don't... Gage said he was, like, racially ambiguous, but I don't think that's true. He is half Indian. Shut up, really? hmm He looks just white. I think if you see other pictures of him. I'll, also, take, I'll do some Googling. His real name is Krishna Pandit Banji. So I'm shook. That is Ben yeah, Kingsley's it, a white person's name, though. So. I know, right? That is his acting name. Okay, he was great. I just yeah. Hmm. First time that I saw this was in theaters when it came out. Okay, when saw you were it, a little what fifteen year old when you were a freshman in high school. The end of my freshman year. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. I forgot That's how math how age works. Um, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it at the time. This was my first time. No, not my first time. I do have it on Blu-ray at my parents' house. Um, so I've definitely seen it in the meantime. It's of the Marvel movies. It's near the top of the ones that I like the most. Um, yeah. Which is also, I think a lot of that is because it's a Shane Black movie. Um, if you don't know, Shane Black made Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I had a lipstick called that. And he also made The Nice Guys with um, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Great movie. I've never seen either of those. I'm sorry. Uh, but he has a very particular way of writing and directing and... Um, I think it lent itself well. And this feels different from a lot of the other um, more formulaic Marvel things. But it also, sorry to no, you're cut good. you off from it. It feels like it is, it had its edges sanded off. Like there was a different movie that this wants to be, but then Marvel made it fit into the formula that they had going for it. I feel like it could have been a little bit more adult humor instead of kid humor. I feel like... Mm-hmm. Marvel movies tend to be... I mean, yeah, there's dark moments in them. But they also tend to be a little more PG just because they are owned by Disney. And yeah, Disney is, like, not... And even, I mean, also because superheroes in general, kids love superheroes. Adults love superheroes, but kids love superheroes. And mm-hmm. I feel like DC does the more gritty should I be taking my kid to see this stuff 
Whereas Marvel, it's just like fun and, you know, what I'm trying to say. I do. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm taking my kid to see Tar in theaters. What is that? The the Kate Blanchett movie. You have heard of, I have talked to you about this. Oh, maybe I blocked it out because I was nervous. Is a, a very R-rated movie. When I was 13, I saw um, The Social Network in theaters. My mom and I went to see it. How did you stay awake? I'm sorry. It's my favorite movie. I know, Dan. <laughs> so, like, I think that kids can be exposed to more things than oh. what is safe for advertisers. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think... You know, it it's, I think you have to know your kid and know your kid's maturity level and, you know, you're a more mature person. So I wouldn't be surprised at somebody, but like, you can't necessarily, like when I was little, if my parents took me to R-rated movies, I probably would have been scared. Like I was not that kind of kid. You know what I mean? I saw School of Rock when I was four. How, what's that movie rated? It's a high PG all Jack Black movies that are PGR, except for Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Um, and The House with the Clock in Its Walls. I heard that Come was on. scary. I did not see it. Mm. Why would I watch that? I was I an adult when it came spooky. out. Um, you should listen to my new band, Low Key Spooky. I love it. We are a silent jazz fusion band. So there's nothing. There's nothing. I love that. We have millions of streams on Spotify. We're white noise generators. We're also all white. A <laughs> lot of bands are white noise, like Fallout Boy. No. Sort of. <laughs> okay. Pete Wentz is half black. Okay. Then never That's mind. That's my fun fact for you. That's I just finished down. Joe Troman's book. The guitarist. You could have. You could have said the name. You could have said the name like. Stank Warbenton, and I would have believed that was a member of Fallout Boy. Oh, I don't, I don't know all the members. I know more than I should because of you. You're welcome. I know you more know than three one and a half, and I just said the last one. Yeah, uh, Champ Robertson, Joe Troman. <laughs> That's right, Jimmy Smiths. Yup. He said he likes that people don't know who he is because then he could just live his life, but he's still right. Rich. In the 1992. Uh, Summer Olympic Games in mm-hmm. Barcelona. Mm. The it was the first time that professional basketball players from the U.S. were on the U.S. team, mm-hmm. and so all everyone was like crowding around, like Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley and mm-hmm. Patrick Ewing and all those kind of people. And then John Stockton, a six foot one, one hundred eighty pound white dude from Utah, was mm-hmm. also on the team, and he was like. Yeah, I could just like go around and be a tourist because nobody knew who I was. It was great. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I wish I could do that, but. Always mobbed by the fans. Always mobbed. We should talk about the movie. We should. Sorry. We've yeah. been to, it's because we haven't talked in two weeks, even though we have talked since then. But you know what I mean? Why are you doing that with your eyebrows? You were like, you know what I mean? You know, you were like raising them, like you were trying to oh. suggest something. Like, What's happening? <laughs> it was, a, it was. A, I don't know. I wasn't insu- insinuating anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, come on. Because you, you know. know, I had stomach flu, and you Ooh. visited me. Ooh, du- is that a double Just entendre? Me. No. No. What would that even be a double entendre for? Being sick of people's garbage. Okay. Anyway, you know At who else New gets Year's surrounded Eve- by? Okay. Oh, God. What? No, I was going to say Tony Stark. It was my transition. Great transition. It's New Year's Eve. It's 1999. I am turning two years old, and for some reason, no one is celebrating me. Yeah. Blue for a bed. I was not in Sweden or wherever this party was taking place. Um, Tony Stark looking very 2013 in 1999. Uh, Yeah, he looked great. He had the wrong kind of glasses on. He needed those, like, Oakley super thin ones or something. Oh, God. Or, like, the blue lenses, wire-framed. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Um, he meets a scientist named Maya Hansen, played by Rebecca Hall. Uh, 
who has invented Extremis, which is a regenerative treatment that allows people to recover from crippling injuries. She's testing it on plants at the moment. But there's a slight mm. issue with it. Sometimes it just kind of explodes. Because plants are the same. <laughs> yes, plants are people. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, Tony runs into Aldrich Killian. What a name. A dork-ass loser. Yeah, he's pretty forgettable in the beginning of this movie. Um, except for the fact that he looks, he doesn't, his voice isn't like this because it's Guy Pierce, and even though he's covered in quote-unquote hideous makeup, he's still Guy Pierce. Disfigured. Uh, yeah, he looks like he should talk like, Hi there, it's me, Aldrich Killian, you want to invest in my company? God, he's going to try to sell me cryptocurrency. You ever heard of Bitcoin? It's like Bitcoin, but with an O. No, thank you. I'm good. Um, he offers them a place in his company, Advanced Idea Mechanics, AIM. And Tony says, I'll meet you on the roof in five minutes. AIM? Whoa. I know. And just like when I'm told that somebody will meet me on the roof in five minutes, I get stood up. It'd be like that. Yeah. Happens every day. I'm in a lot of places with open access to roofs. Dear God, that's like my nightmare. Uh, And then, 13 years later, guess where we are? We're in Malibu. Ooh. And Tony Stark has PTSD. It'd be like that. He's had a rough life, sort of. Yeah. This is the first movie post the Avengers, post alien invasion. Mm-hmm. And Tony is dealing with the fact that he was in a wormhole and died. And he's having panic attacks. And I don't remember how does he... that. <laughs> yeah, he got yelled back to life by the Hulk. I feel like I. Okay, I'm going to take your word for it because I forgot about this entirely. Oh, my Lord. We watched it. It was not that long ago I that we know, watched it. Dan, but this feels fake. But I'm just going to believe you. Um, he also has insomnia, hasn't slept in three days. And how does he deal with it? You guessed it. He builds tons of Iron Man suits. I mean, I get it. He's crafting. At the end of Iron Man 2, he was on the Mark 6. Now he's on the Mark 42. Sometimes you just craft your little heart out and all your worries go away. If I knitted, I felt I feel like that would be me in knitting. Dan. I don't knit. You should take I it out. That's oh. not what I meant by that. <laughs> not at all what I meant. Cringe. I don't like the words that have come out of my mouth. <laughs> I have to shower. I need to wash that away. Like I was trying to think I was trying to think of knit in the past tense, and for some reason my mind went, Ah yes, nut. <laughs> That's not right. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good 2023 one. 2023 is off to a auspicious start. And nuts. There's a terrorist. He's known as the Mandarin. He's got some weird, I consider myself a teacher voice going on. Do you He's think bombing shit. Is Ben Kingsley just not good at an American accent? I don't think it's a bad American accent. But it sounds very radio when you do it like that. Some people consider me a terrorist. I consider myself a teacher. I mean, he's putting on an act. Spoilers. Yeah, true. Spo- <gasps> it's a performance. It's. How dare we spoil a movie that we're going to talk through the entire thing about. True. He's just getting the check. Yeah. Get that cash. Get I love bag. it for you. Um, so one day they are. Tony is at the Grauman's Chinese Theater. I've Look at handprints. I'm sure you've been there too, though. I have been there. Yes, we've been there. We're only going to talk about movies that are set in locations that one of us have been to. I love that. So, I think for a lot of future MCU things, one of us needs to go to Georgia. Oh, crap. Okay, I'm on my way. <laughs> um, Happy Hogan, John Favreau, who did not direct this movie... Um, he Such gets injured. Barnacles. What? 
my happy. He isn't even in this movie. It's a nightmare. Yeah, because he gets blown up. And he's in a coma for the rest of the movie. Originally, he wanted him to die. No. The original script had him die in it. Do you know how mad I would have been? I would have traveled back in time to protest. You would have been one. The only one? The only one. Don't sappy my happy. Literally, I love happy. Um, so after, you know, Tony Stark is, has to deal with the shit that he's created. He issues a warning. Yeah. A threat to the Mandarin. Come to my house. Face me like a man. And they make this big deal that like he revealed his home address in that. His, everybody knows where the super riches, like super nice houses are. I never understood this plot point. Like. He's on the ocean in Malibu. His address would be known. Like, it would be not... It, you People know where Bill Gates lives. Yeah. People know where, like, Elon Musk lives. I'm sorry. Iron Man 2's Elon Musk lives. <laughs> yup. People know, people where, like, know where they are. Sorry, yeah. There's that... I check celebrities' addresses all the time and see if I've biked past their houses or not. Mm, have you ever biked past a celebrity's home? Uh, plenty of times. I love that. Kent McCord's house, you know, a real celebrity, star mm. of Adam 12. You're right. Uh, yeah. Um, Kamala Harris's house in Los Angeles, I've driven past a bunch mm. of times. It's in Brentwood. Have you ever um, seen her out tending to the garden or anything? I have not. You know, she's only five foot three. Okay, small queen. Right? She gives tall only... girl energy. She's an inch shorter than me. You could punch the vice president of the I United States. I would not punch the vice president. That's not my scene. I don't want to punch anybody. But what if you did? And How what about, if it, like, What hug. if you got into a boxing match? Sure, you could do that, too. With consent, I would hug. Different thought processes. Different brains. Mm-hmm. My reasoning for you could punch her is, you know... You can only punch people who are shorter than you. That's You're how right. it works. You're right. That is how that works. We were all taught that in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um, so sitting at his house, uh, Maya Hansen is also at Tony's house. It's also this This movie is set around Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Why? Yeah. Because it is. I didn't know. And then all of a sudden it was Christmas time and I was like, oh, crap. Well, all of all of Shane Black's movies are set around Christmas. It's really? just what he does. Yeah. How fun. Yeah, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s in that too. That one's more specifically around, like that is, there are plot points relating to Christmas. Mm. Uh, but then also the other guys are set around Christmas, you know? It's just, it's just his thing. I love that. That's If it's his favorite holiday, that's fun. Right? Like every script I write, it's always set around Arbor Day and he's got Christmas. So, you know, we're equal. I love equal. that. I love that for you. Yeah. I Actually, I've been spelling it wrong. I've been doing it Harbor Day, and it's for people who harbor ill will. Oh, that makes sense. For you, that reads. What does that mean? Wink. (laughs) Saying wink doesn't make it better. Wink. (laughs) I wanted the audience to know what I'm doing. So the Mandarin, what does he do? He sends like 800 helicopters with missiles to destroy Tony Stark's horm. Horm. His horn, not his, his horn. To destroy it was so his harem. Stressful. Um, and there's a fight. There's an action scene. Um, Pepper survives. So does Maya. Um, we had to say Tony, Maya was there. Or did we forget about? Yes, that? we did. Okay, Maya's good. there, and also a giant teddy bear is there too. I love it. I was Merry hoping Christmas somebody would come Pepper. out of a giant teddy bear, like another smaller teddy bear, mm. kind of like a rushing nesting doll. I love that. Rushing Nestin doll, Dan? You know, I, I had all the letters. <laughs> Were they rushing to? <laughs> to? To the nest. You're right. Obviously. Obviously. Um, Tony escapes injured, um, and he goes to rural Tennessee Moon. in his Iron Man suit that has lost power. The world thinks he's dead. He's introduced to Harley Kiner, a child, a precocious child, a bullied child. Why is he bullied? Because he has that haircut. Get a better haircut, scrub. Also, he has no dad. He's bullying children. 
So are you. Yeah. I'm just bullying. I'm cyber bullying hypothetical children. You're real life bullying actual children. You're right. And that's the central thesis of this podcast. Mm-hmm. How can Anna and I find ways to bully children? Amen. I'm searching every day for new ideas. It's only taken nearly three years to reach the topic sentence of this, our essay. Are you actually looking up ways to bully children? No, no, I was responding to a text. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> no, I was responding to a text. Uh, so there was a explosion in rural Tennessee of the Mandarin attack, but it mm-hmm. happened years, years before anyone knew about him. Eons. Um, and as it turns out, all of these bombings, of which there were no bomb casings, no traces of any weapon used, are not bombings, but people's bodies exploding. <laughs> They were given the extremist treatment, which also just an evil sounding name yeah, to undergo procedure. She should have given it something like less scary because that's not going to make me want to regenerate my leg. Would you like lavender bones? That's more yeah. welcoming. I, I, I kind of like that. Yeah. If somebody offered me a procedure... And said that I could have lavender bones. I wouldn't say no. I There's have all my bones. I, like. I don't really know what that. I don't know if that would give me more bones. I think it wouldn't, but maybe it would. I have a song that I like called "Lavender Bones." Um, I think it's the same song that I was thinking of. Oh, I love that for us. Right? What a fun world we're in. Um, we can't play it for you. Just look it up. Just think about it. Make it up on your own. Send us your version of Lavender Bones. I would love to hear it. On a tape in the mail. Mm. And we will convert it to digital and then play it on the next episode. Can't wait. We won't accept any other submissions. Perfect. Um, anyway, their bodies explode. They reject the treatment. It'd be like that. Like the plants. And in seeing this, I go, me when, me, me, me when, me when the Taco Bell hits wrong. Literally. I live moss. Truly. Um, the explosions were attributed to a terrorist plot to cover up extremists' flaws. They knew. They knew. This was all a cover-up. <sighs> I didn't realize this movie was a thriller because it's not all that thrilling. But that's the plot of a thriller. Sorry, I had a big yawn. Because um, <laughs> I'm so thrilled. Um, I I guess it's it's the thriller. Sure. A mystery thriller. Who done it? How Who catch him? Who did it? You're right. Who did it does not roll off the tongue as well as who done it. No, I just felt like being sassy. Mm. Um. Anyway, Aldrich Killian is back. He's hot now, and he, <laughs> oh, no, and he kidnaps Pepper. Uh-oh. We have to take him seriously now. Oh, his We're... hair? Gorgeous. His teeth? Australian. Oh, his eyes? Orbs. Yeah, he's back. He's hot. He kidnaps Pepper. Maya's working with him. Yeah. Maya should have known better. Do you think she was only working with him because he's hot? Um... And I think he was, like, funding her. I guess you're right. Money talks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. most I don't have the money for this, but most people only work with me because I'm hot. Mm, me too. Yeah. It's hard for us. Hots. I walk outside and people are like, oh, let me shake your hand, kiss your feet, give you a shoe shine and a kiss on the lips. And I'm like, please stop. A kiss on no, the don't. lips? Again? Yeah. Again. Is this why you work from home to avoid going out into public? Yeah, I'm basically Howard Hughes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with all the weird shit. Mm. Um, Rhodey, he's back. He's War we Machine, but now he's the Iron Patriot, which is a very 
George W. Bush era rebranding of War Machine. Yeah, I hate that name. I am he allergic the to that Freedom Fries. Ew. So you're telling me if somebody said, Anna, there's a superhero outside who wants to meet you. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh, who is it? And they go, Iron Patriot. I'd say, ugh. That name's tired. What happened to War Machine? (laughs) (laughs) War Machine was badass. Iron Patriot, drab. Exactly. It's Um, giving Patriot... Patriots giving... Like the negative New England Patriots? Oh, or yeah, like the definitely Patriot a Act? negative connotation if it's the New England Patriots. So you're not getting ready to see 80 for Brady? I'm going to put it ugh, I'm going to put it this way. When I hear Patriot these days, I think of people who are like, "Where are my real Patriots at?" Mhm. So when I hear Iron Patriot, I'm just going to close my blinds and go away. I am the iron. I am the iron patriot, and I am going to storm the U.S. Capitol. Exactly. You know, I don't know if the events of January sixth happened in the Marvel universe. Oh, I thought you were going to say happened. Period. I was like, uh, yes, they did. Uh, but this is unrelated to our current movie. But would Steve Rogers have gone? I think he would have thought it was despicable. I don't know. I think he would have been like, this isn't how we should be doing things. Would he have agreed with them? That's up in the air. Steve Rogers lovers do not come for us. Bucky would have, though. (sighs) Probably. Bucky would have been hoisting people up. I don't think I don't think Steve would have gone. I think he's too Mm. nice. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's what they said about me. And then there I was in Nancy <laughs> Pelosi's office. Stop, you're going to get arrested. <laughs> um, anyway, the Iron Patriot's armor is stolen by Killian, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite him being the main villain of the movie, A, he's not in it very much, and B, he's really uninteresting. Is he really the main villain? Are we the main villain? Who's Who else would it be? The The, um... The um um the Mandarin. The Mandarin is his stooge. She's an actor that's working for him. Yeah, I know, but still. And I guess, like, yeah, Darth Vader is the villain of Star Wars, but he's working for the Emperor, so is the Emperor the main villain? I mm-hmm. feel like it's still Darth Vader, but it's kind of different because Darth mm-hmm. Vader still has power. Dan's eating his own words, I see. You didn't hear the end of I only my heard sentence. what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I chose. Uh, so do you know where the Mandarin is? Where he is? Yeah, he's in the city where the heat is on. All night on the beach till the break of dawn. No. We're going to Miami. I was going to say Miami and I got nervous. Party I've been there. The heat is on all night. See, that's why we're watching the movie. Yeah, except when I was there, it was not fun. The heat was on, but all I had was a sweatshirt and jeans. So it was not a good time. <laughs> um... Tony, still without his suit, he infiltrates the headquarters. He's got improvised weapons. This is the best fight scene in most of the MCU because I can actually follow what's going on when he's sneaking in and he's taking out all the um, henchmen at the villa. It's not really a fight scene, infiltration scene. It's the same as any 80s action movie. Yeah. Where they're breaking into a compound. It's interesting, though. Like, it's, it's fun, fun to watch that. Yeah, fun yeah. little scene. Um, my only problem with it is that he is using, like, a stun gun or something, that a non-lethal gun. Mm-hmm. Let him kill. Oh. There needs to be more killing I don't Marvel know. Movies. I like the idea that superheroes don't necessarily kill unless they have to. Um, because then what's separating them from the villains? Otherwise, that's what makes it morally interesting. <sighs> I took the ethics of superheroes. Yeah, you took them right away. No, I took that class <laughs> in college, Dan. I know. Um, he gets into the compound, and who is there but the Mandarin? But yes. it's not the Mandarin. He's an actor. His name is Trevor. And the two ladies that were with him run out when they find out he's not the Mandarin. They're like, ew. Yeah. I slept with an actor. Was he doing the voice to them the entire time? Probably. I want you to take off your pants. Oh, 
God immediately puts more clothes on. Uh, and he is unaware of what his actions have caused. Um, he thought he was just doing a project. He had no idea. Which stuff is was wild because, because like, does he just he been sh- shut out from everything? I guess. Also, he shot a guy. He shot the dad from even Stevens. He's faking that he doesn't know anything. Hmm. You are. Not everything is galaxy brained. What do you mean? Actors are dumb. How dare you? I say that as an actor. Yeah, how dare you? We're dumb. I know. <laughs> not all the time, just some of the We're time. We're not reading into the broader context of things. We're memorizing lines. You're right. If somebody asks me for my motivation, I'm going to say the bag. Did you fill out your goat sheet? Yeah. Goal? Money. Mm-hmm. Obstacle? The IRS. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the T and the E stand for. We didn't have to do that when I was in acting one, so. I think I did, but I just didn't do it. Hmm. Um, so, Killian captures Stark. He ties him to, uh, like, the song by Eve Six. Tommy to the bed post. He ties him to a bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very sexy. He, yeah. He tells him that Pepper has been given extremists. And he's like, now you got to figure out how to fix her. Otherwise, then she's going to die, baby. Poor Pepper. Uh, and then, uh, May I just say Gwyneth Paltrow ripped. She is. Oh, my Lord. I saw her. I was shredded. like, dang. She it looks so good. I was like, shoot. She's using all her time when she's not making vagina candles to hit the gym. Also, I'm pretty sure this is like the last movie that she has a significant acting role in. Gage said this is the movie where she starts to forget that she's in these movies. And she's just Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. She's like, oh, was I in that? Yes, Gwyneth, you were. And you were ripped the whole time. So I'm looking at her filmography. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, okay, after this, she is in Mordecai, the Ooh. Johnny Depp movie that got horrible reviews. I don't even, I couldn't pick that movie off of the street. Um. Other than that, she has since 2015. She has only played herself in documentaries or Pepper Potts in tiny roles in Avengers movies. I mean, she's got the check. She's a nepotism baby. She's got her company. She does not need to be acting anymore. And in in 2019, she was in The Politician with Ben Platt. Yeah, I was gonna say with Ben Platt. She was on Glee too. Yeah, but that was before this. Oh, you're right. That was early in Glee. You're right. You're right. Um, also, she's married to Brad Falchuk, mm. co-creator of Glee. That reads. She was also married to what's his face from Coldplay, and Chris apparently, Martin. their daughter Apple works like at a normal store, like at an Abercrombie or something. Wait, their daughter Apple works at an Abercrombie store? Yeah. Not an Apple store. No, an Abercrombie or something. Hmm. And Chris likes to go visit her. Maybe okay. he doesn't anymore. Maybe she doesn't have this job anymore. But I remember that he said he used to go visit her. And she'd always be like, get out of here. Like, you know, standard kid having their parent visit them at the store that they sure. work at. That's the whole story. I just think it's cute. Having Googled Apple Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, her last name is Paltrow? Mar- no, her name is Martin. That's what I thought. Okay. I'm just getting a lot of weird paparazzi things. Like, Gwyneth Paltrow and daughter, Apple, wear bikinis at beach in Barbados. Immediately, no. I don't want to, I don't want this. No, thank you. So anyway, that's your update on Gwyneth Paltrow, Mm -hmm. star of Sliding Doors. Um, So, Maya says that she's going to jeopardize his operations, he kills her, blah, blah, blah. It seems like a lot of Maya's role was cut. Yeah, she didn't really serve much purpose, if I'm being no. honest. She was more of like a, let me set up some some plot points. Um, So, Tony, after killing some time, he gets the pieces of his suit to come and fly to him uh, that mm-hmm. have been charging in Tennessee. And he escapes, reunites with Rhodey, um, 
and finds out that Killian is going to attack the president on Air Force One Not using the Iron Patriot armor. Not Iron Patriot. Yeah, the president, President Ellis, played by William Sadler, mm. who was in The Shawshank Redemption. Boo. Boring. He also played Death in the Bill and Ted movies. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love. I don't want to watch those again. Oh. Well, Alex he's also in oh. the upcoming Salem's Lot film. <gasps> I knew that was coming. Filming has finished. Yes, I gotta read it. It does that not have book. a release date, though. I've been bad. I need to read that book. So, on Air Force One, Tony kills Killian's henchmen, saves the passengers and the crew uh, by skydiving with them and playing Barrel of Monkeys. But as it turns out, he wasn't even in the suit. Mm-hmm. He was off elsewhere. So why doesn't he do that every other time? Maybe why is he ever in the suit? You know, maybe. Yeah, but moving forward, vibes. why is he ever in the suit? I don't know. Maybe he sometimes, you know, is like, ugh, I don't want to be. I want to be in the in the mome. Oh come on! I don't know. Self-actualized Tony Stark. Maybe, maybe by the third movie, he's like. Vibing. I don't know. Um, on an oil tanker, Killian plans on killing Ellis on live television. And then the vice president, who is under Killian's control, would be a puppet leader. And then... And we see that, like, who's that? His granddaughter, who looks like she's played by, what's her name? Jenna Jenna Ortega? Yeah. Um, it's his, the, the vice president's daughter. But who doesn't is she, ill with something? Doesn't she look like the girl Wednesday? What's her, is it her name? Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega is the actress. Yeah. Is that really her? No, I don't know. Oh, it looked like her. I could be wrong, but I swore on my life. I was like, that has to be Jenna Ortega. I am. I am checking. Oh, it is her. Yeah. I knew it. She's the vice president's her. daughter. Um, and then also in, in this, who plays a random um, <gasps> navy soldier officers Corey hawkins who played dr dre and stayed straight out of compton mm. there's also um one of the reporters at the beginning of the movie who like is like mr stark mr stark mr stark uh-huh. um do you ever watch now don't judge me don't make fun of me my mom really likes the holderness family on facebook I've never heard of these people. Okay, before. they're like Facebook celebrities, and okay, so they're not—they're not celebrities, but she—they're popular with like you know older people, and she was on there, and I was like, holy crap! Anyway, I thought that was cool. I, I looked them up, and they all looked like they—they, they, I mean, the dude looks like a politician. Yeah, but she's like blonde and skinny, right? Yes. Yeah, that's her. Good for them, I guess. Yeah. Get the bag, they, you know? Get the bag. They scare. Oh, no. What? They're family influencers I based out of you. the South. There's something weird going on there. My mom likes them. I don't care about them. Hmm. They won the Amazing Race? Oh. I wouldn't have never. I would have never known. Good for them. Anyway, uh, it's the climax of the movie. Um, Tony and Rhodey use the remote control Iron Man suits uh, to fight Killian, who breathes fire. And they save Pepper. She survived the procedure. They go to save her. Um, She's ripped. Yeah, she's ripped. Fights Killian. And then he explodes. Basically. Yeah. Um, and he says, I'm the Mandarin. Good for what you, is he? buddy. Uh, and then Pepper is alive and she uses fire to save them all. She is fire. Iconic queen. Yeah. And then Tony orders all the Iron Man suits destroyed. Pepper has surgery. She's fine now. Um, you would think that this would come back at some point in a future movie. No, it's totally mm-hmm. gone. Um, well, she gets Tony has, yeah, Tony has surgery. He doesn't have the shrapnel near his heart. He doesn't need to have the arc reactor in there. Um, 
And then the credits roll, and in the middle of them, it says Tony Stark will return. And then at the end, the post-credit scene is Tony has been telling this to uh, Mark Ruffalo the entire time. And that's oh, why they didn't narration. show that Tony Stark will return in ours. Uh, oh, in the theaters they have. Oh, that. I was gonna say they did not show that in um in the Disney Plus on, on Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, that's what you miss not experiencing the theatrical wonderment that I got. Anyway, that's Iron Man 3. Loved it. Tell me your thoughts. What are your secrets? I liked it. Um, I mean, I I think it's funny. I think it's Iron Man were the ones where Marvel was really starting to find their niche of um, humor. Mm -hmm. And I think this... I get why a lot of people like Tony Stark. You know what I mean? Like, he's not my favorite Marvel hero, but I get why so many people consider him to be their favorite because his movies are really fun yes i it definitely does feel like they've the movies have found their footing mm-hmm. and they found their voice for better or for worse um it's a very slickly made film mm-hmm. i think after the fact giving giving the full context of the movies that come after it is kind of hurt by the fact that nothing that happens in this movie matters that's that's true. Like the fact that Tony doesn't have the reactor in his chest anymore never matters. The fact that Happy, oh yeah, Happy also is not dead. He wakes Thank up because he's watching Downton Abbey. Thank freaking um, God. Nothing comes back without. You could watch the MCU, not watch this movie, and totally understand everything. Yeah, I know, but you know, it's still just like a fun standoff for for Tony. Yeah. I think my issue with it is they spend the first half of the movie talking about it like as PTSD uh, and like anxiety attacks and stuff like that. And then that just kind of stops. Yeah. Um, And they had talked about his alcoholism in the second movie. And I thought there that would also come back, but it didn't because Robert Downey Jr. didn't want to do that, which is fair. Mm-hmm. He could make that choice, but I think it, it hurt the characterization or hurt the dramatic stakes that the movie could have. Because you know, you know, whatever the title superhero is, they're not going to lose in a fight to the villain. They have to have something intrinsic in them that they're fighting against. Yeah, the battle's always internal. Yeah, like me and that tapeworm. Ew. What? <laughs> I'll Gross. beat him. Why do you think I've been swallowing all these rocks? Proud of you. Um, I do have some trivia for you. I'm ready. Um, so after this movie came out, there was a Marvel short that came later called All Hail the King, mm-hmm. where it was revealed the real Mandarin is still out there. I know. Who we but... later see in Shang-Chi. What? Um, John Favreau declined to return as director because of the conflicts that he had while filming Iron Man 2 and the executive meddling that was involved in that, but he agreed to come back as an actor. Yeah, and then die. Not for real, but, like, temporarily. Yeah. He did the bare minimum to be in this movie, but he's hot. Yep. That's it. Uh, Rebecca Hall, who played Maya... She was upset because she thought that she would have a bigger role, but then she was killed off before the third act because originally she was supposed to have a bigger role. She was supposed to be the main villain. Life is hard, okay? That's all But I then the say. executive at Marvel was like, girls don't sell toys. So Wait they need a to have second. a boy villain. Who was the executive at Marvel at the time? Ike Perlmutter. Ike, you sound lame. Yes. Who is it now? I mean, Kevin Feige has been overseeing That's everything. who I thought. Okay. I get him confused with Dave Filoni, who's mm, the head of the, Star Wars. He's Star Wars, yes. But I also get Dave Filoni confused with Christopher Maloney. Who was from SVU. Yes. So <laughs> that's where I'm at today. Um, okay, well, that's a thing you have to work out personally. <laughs> I, it's hard in these streets. They all have the same names. Uh, a couple of things, casting what ifs. Jessica Chastain was first approached to play Maya. 
Oh, she's beautiful. Um, she is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So were Gemma Arterton, whose name I recognize. That sounds Diane familiar. Kruger and Isla Fisher. Ooh, Isla. Gage loves Isla. Uh, Anthony Mackie auditioned to play the Mandarin. <gasps> Different. Isn't he... Um... Falcon. Thank you. Yes. My brain kept saying Hawkeye, and I knew that was not correct because that's Jeremy Renner. Uh, Jude Law was considered for the role of Aldrich Killian before Guy Pierce. He's really mm. attractive, too. He's uh, very attractive. Mm. Tom Hooper was offered to direct this movie. Oh, interesting. Doesn't he do a lot of darker movies? Uh, I mean, he did. He doesn't make enjoyable movies, but not in like a good, unenjoyable way. Mm-hmm. He made Cats and Les Mis. Oh, no. Iron Man, the yeah. musical. Yeah, I don't think that would have gone. Mm. I think it would have been very drab. Very cringe. Um. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. didn't want to delve deeper into the alcoholism storyline because he didn't want to go back into the mindset that he had to go into. Mm, that's uh, because fair. Because he is a recovering alcoholic. Re- yeah. Yes. So that's why they changed the focus to PTSD. Mm-hmm. I like uh, that. And originally, the original runtime of the movie was three hours and 15 minutes with all deleted scenes and everything. And then it was mm-hmm. cut down by an hour. Now, Anna. Dan. Would this movie be better or worse or the same with a 12-year-old Jonathan Taylor Thomas as the boy? Better. Don't even ask any more questions. He would have been so much better. So much better. I agree. Hmm. He's got that that twinkle, that mischievous glean in his eye. Exactly. The mischievous energy. Uh, Jimmy Stewart as the Mandarin, <gasps> as Trevor Slattery. Now, now some people consider me a terrorist, mm. but I, I consider myself a teacher. A teacher because my wife is a librarian. No. Anyway, Chinese food, fortune cookies. Oh my Lord. Oh dear Lord God. No, please. No. It would have been funnier. It would have been funny. On a scale of one, two, five, uh, unattractive to attractive transformations, what do you give it? Three. Three? Three? Makeovers, yeah. That's lower than I expected. Well, middle of the road. I mean, Iron Man's not my favorite, but I had a good time. Okay. Wow. I know. I'm sorry. I've been swept up in the modern excitement of Marvel, so my mm. standards are high. Okay. Mine apparently are low, because I give it a four out of five. Oh, okay, Dan. I thought it was enjoyable. I think it is the last Marvel movie where anyone is horny. Uh. Everyone is hot, but no one is horny in all these Marvel movies now. That's fair. That's very fair. Versus at the beginning of this movie, everyone is horny. That's true. It was like a sex fest at New Year's. Yeah. New Year's is arguably the sexiest holiday. Wrong. If you say Arbor Day. Casimir Pulaski Day. I'm frowning. There's nothing sexier than a Polish war hero. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so I give it four out of five. You know, I enjoyed it. Okay. And I'm, I'm really not enjoying the next movie that we have to watch. What is it? I don't even know. The next movie that we have to watch is Thor The Dark World. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So I actually just watched this movie a couple months ago, too. Oh. Gross. Ah. I still have never seen it, and I don't want to. But I, I have to, the things I do. I watched it because Gage, Gage was like, well, I don't know when you're going to do the next part of Marvel, so... Let's just try to watch some more movies in order. I hate my life. You know? Yeah. I hate my life. I'm sorry I in advance, hate everyone. It. I hate it for you. Um, <sighs> so, that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. If you want to find us, we're on social media on Facebook and Twitter at and In Conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash In Conclusion. I am on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe86 and on TikTok at Not Dan O'Keefe. Anna, where can they find you? 
You can find me on Instagram at Adamus Primate Winnie, or you can find me on Twit Hair at Autobots Roll O, capital O for Auto, capital O for capital O for Rolling O, and Rolling O for R Zeros. Or, as I always say, follow my sweet little angel baby puppy, Jester the Pup 1017. She got a new light up collar for Christmas, so I'll be <laughs> posting some pics of her from her walk today, even though Ooh. she was being a total brat while we were on our walk, and she saw another like, dog and started barking at them. She doesn't was do she that. she a cute brat, though? Yeah, like a brat's doll. Okay. Yeah. Well, then it's A-okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back next week with Thor The Dark World. <sighs> In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Dan, I've never thought so much about ice cream in my life. A Creative Land podcast. <laughs>